have in your ears right now the soothing voice of the illustrious Mike Day. Mike Day in the building. Mike Day, tell the people what's up. I don't know about illustrious, but hi, my name is Mike Day. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a rapper, filmmaker, but let, let's go with black creative today. You're a black creative, and that's why we have you on this pod, because you don't fall into a bucket. You don't fall into a category. I think that you try to find ways that help you express your creativity and um, whatever way fascinates you or whatever way excites you, that's what you're going to try. You're going to give it a shot. Yep, absolutely. Um, I think it, it just started since when I was a kid, you know, um, you, you dip into a lot of things, figure out what you want to do. And, you know, I stumbled upon hip hop first and then simultaneously kind of okay. saw music videos, films, you know, the late great Michael Jackson, John Singleton, Spike Lee directing music videos. And I just thought it'd be something cool to do. And now it's a career. Go ahead and uh, you actually started. Go ahead and give us the story. Give us the story of how you became a director, a rapper, a black creative. Yeah. So it's funny. Uh I thought I was good in basketball, but apparently uh, the coach at McClellan didn't. Yeah, sit him down. <laughs> I got cut. Oh, I no. Got cut I thought you were on the grade. bench. You got cut. No, I got cut. Oof. I did not make the basketball team in the 11th grade. And I remember my homeboy just telling me to come over one day, just be like, you know, just spit some bars. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Uh, it was this song called Dougie Fresh. And we uh, did true. like a dance yeah. to it and everything. Yeah. You know, when the Dougie was back on the yeah. wave back in 10. You yeah. sure they got to lean to the right. Yeah, yeah. Not 10, it was 08. But yeah, yeah. At that point, I was just like, all right, this rapping thing is fun. I'll do it for a while. He So your friend was like, listen, he was like, you are trash at hooping, but I got something for you. But it's funny, though, because I was, I was really, really trash in rap when I first started. Like, my first, like, Two official mixtapes were like, I don't even want to share them. That's how mm. bad they were. But, you know, um, it definitely uh, paved the way for where I am today. And I'm definitely grateful for it. And then from rapper to director. From rapper to director, um, I've always loved TV. I've always loved film. And so, um, you know, I went to school for media at Henderson State. And then I transferred to the U of A. And then I got into journalism, specifically video production. And bro... Like, I hated news. Like, but I love video production. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to transfer again. Let me just get this degree. Um, let me add on um, a degree to African and African American studies. Mm -hmm. And now I just love, like, picturing the black woman, the black man um, doing films that address issues that look like you and me. I consider you, and, and a lot of people consider you to be conscious, a conscious director, a conscious rapper. Conscious being, I know conscious is like heavily used, but conscious meaning that you try to bring awareness to things that need awareness brought to them. As a conscious rapper, mm -hmm. you're constantly absorbing, you're constantly absorbing the world around you. You're constantly absorbing all of the good, the ugly, the bad, everything around you. And sometimes it can be draining. It can be very draining. We had this conversation on how much it can weigh on you. Yeah. But whenever you're trying to bring awareness from things, do you have an obligation to not look away? Is there an obligation for people who make uh, conscious art to not look away to you? You kind of got to see what's going on in the world so that you can voice the, the voices of the voiceless. 
of the people who need to be heard? Mm, good question. So I used to like really take myself as a conscious rapper, but you know, after really thinking about it, I think every brand of hip hop is conscious. So okay. even like stripper music, I think Rhapsody said it best. Cardi knows about stripping. That's her conscious. And then, you know, like T.I. and Gucci, like they know trap. That's their conscious. Um, I think as far as me, um, I guess it would be more political, maybe yeah. like a political conscious if you yeah. want to do that. And a so, bit social, too. Yeah, and social conscious. Yeah. Yes, thank you. And so, um, honestly, there, there does feel like there's a responsibility, but it's not because of the music itself. It's because of the history that I've learned. It's because of, you know, my son that, that is now like looking at me every day. It's because of me being the man of the house, you know, being a, a husband. And so I think it's a responsibility because of real life. Mm. So... Um, There's people who are watching your moves yeah. and you feel you feel as though you are trying to make sure that they know that there's somebody who cares about them and who, who who's fighting for yeah, them. Yeah, somebody actually like somebody actually gave me my own brand of hip hop or rap. They call it a uh, responsibility rap. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like it's for squares though. Like, <laughs> it does, they could have gave it a better name. It, it does, but you know, you know, I think about it. I think about the things that I choose to release. I think about you know. The things that sometimes I just want to get off my chest, even, you know, even like the simple of songs that I've made. So like uh, Black, mm -hmm. you know, that was just me feeling great. But even then it had the message of I'm black and I'm proud, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know. I've always been like that, though. I've always, you know, if I'm doing something, it's for a purpose. Yes. I can't just be out here doing any wasted moves. And and getting straight into purpose, um, mm -hmm. we, we talked earlier today, too, so I'm going to bring that back. We talked about fulfillment versus security. Yeah. And what most creatives have to go through. There's a, always a fork in the road. It feels like all the time yep. of job security, financial security versus feeling fulfilled by going after your passions. A lot of people figure out ways to do both. But um, what advice do you have for people who are kind of at that crossroad right now mm -hmm. where they're trying to figure out, OK, like. I can stay kind of comfortable at my job. I'm making good money. There's nothing to really change up. Or like I can like really put a lot of hours and a lot of energy into this mm -hmm. and see where this takes me. So that there's layers to that, right? Okay. So a lot of people, money do money does make them happy. Mm. They, if they've been poor all their life, yeah. Like and the solution was money oriented every time, they're gonna their their fulfillment is in money. And so you know, I'm not going to tell you don't go for the money. You have to go what what will ultimately be the fulfillment in your heart. So, like you said, we had this conversation about uh, Issa Rae and uh, Jordan Peele. They're both, like, where they need to be as film directors now, but they both took two different routes. Yeah. One did it kind of the corporate way, did his 9 to 5, worked for Comedy Central, and he busted his, he busted his butt to get there. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. You have Issa Rae, who went straight to YouTube. Got her hands dirty. She figured out how to act her home. Yeah. She figured out how to hold the camera she on her She probably had her homeboy holding up the camera right. while it, she was doing the scene. Exactly. And so, you know, I don't think there's a wrong way. Just know that when you're doing it, there will be some sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So if you do, 
if you do want your own business, know that the money ain't coming as quick as you think it is. It's not going to come as quick. And if the money does come quick and you end up working for somebody, just know that all of his views or her views, whoever you work for, will not align with yours. Like, no matter how good of a boss they are. What um, What about your team? Because this is the, this is the thing, right? <laughs> like, when it comes to going down the path of saying, like, okay, shoot, like, I'm going to put in way more hours instead of my nine to five making somebody else money. I'm going to put that those hours into investing in myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like that only works when you have like a supportive team. Like it's very rare that you see those guys that's like, I did it by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm self-made. Mm-hmm. Put the team on my back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have to have people who love and support you. And how did you how did you find those people and keep those people in your circle? And, and, and what role do they play? It's kind of a big question. How did you find them? How did you keep them? What role do they play in still in supporting you to this day? All right, so are we talking about like the legit team of day vision or are we talking about more of the day tribe and supporters? Day tribe and supporters. So the people who the people who push. Who so push that you. comes from just genuine friendship. Mm-hmm. Like every if you know me, you know that like I love black history. You know that I love film and you know. I love music. So um, I think every conversation I come across with someone, I'm not talking. There's, you know, I may not have seen a lot of film being a kid, but I just know I love a camera and I know I have the story that I want to tell. And I'm always trying to figure out how people can get involved. Excuse me. I'm always trying to figure out how people can get involved more than just Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, because you can get so like consumed in that stuff yeah and when people not liking your stuff you like you hurt what am i doing it hurt but meanwhile you know we just did we just did something at crystal bridges this past february and we sold out yeah we didn't get like 50 100 200 likes but we got a sold out crowd mm. you know back at crystal bridges so that comes from like real authentic friendship that old school mentality of talking to people one-on-one as opposed to just going on social media say hey can you like this people are gonna like it when they're ready to like it but if you if you have a plan and you're ready to approach somebody with genuine interest and genuine friendship you can't beat that do you feel like you handle criticism from your friends and stuff pretty well or do you uh, or do you go down that route? I'm an artist. I'm sensitive. Like y'all can't really don't tell me that you don't like it. But so just... it's a it's a mixture of both. So with okay. film, I'll take criticism all day. Okay, because I really want to like be like the greatest filmmaker to have ever stepped foot in Arkansas. Like that is my goal. When it comes to the music, it's kind of like dang, I'm on this conscious tip. I can rap. Like the flow ain't bad. You know the beats ain't bad. And when people are just like. Nah, I'm not feeling it. It does hurt sometimes because... (laughs) You're like, ouch. (laughs) Yeah, it hurts because those are like... Those are like my thoughts. Yeah. Like when people ask for my opinions, I tend to wrap it in a 16 and give it to you. And I know with like the mute, with music being saturated, you know, some people would just be like, either nah, that ain't for me or... You know, or even, um, you know, black people, they live this stuff every day, the conscious stuff. They do just want to hear Migos and Future, and that's perfectly fine. But I ain't going to lie, it does hurt sometimes when people ain't feeling it. Do you, um, with 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 putting in hours to build a project, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's a film, whether it's, it's some music, and then people don't receive it well, do you feel like I need to 
tweak what I'm doing? Or do you feel like people will get it with time? Uh, people will get it with time. But that's only because I'm always looking to improve anyway. Yes. So you can tell me an album or a film idea was perfect. Yes. And I'm still looking for ways to improve. Okay, that's good. So I don't I don't know if like I I please I try to please the audience. I just try to give them what I think in a creative way. The reason why I asked is because I was thinking of we talked about multiple paths to success. Mm-hmm. The Migos. Mm-hmm. We just talked about the Migos. The Migos hit hard, mm-hmm. but we got to be real. Them mm-hmm. songs be the same song, just it a is. different beat. Versus someone like Tyler, the creator, mm-hmm. who has completely evolved. Mm-hmm. And with each album, you're getting different sounds. Maybe there's still like a core of him there, but he definitely is experimenting and trying new things. And so as an artist, how much, and you're speaking to the artists that are listening right now, how much do you how much of your core needs to stay the same versus how much do you experiment with and get outside of your comfort zone well even with uh tyler the creator and migos kendrick j cole if you listen to their songs the message is always the same Mm -hmm. they're always like being true to themselves so like migos could do a pop track right now but I guarantee you, it's about what they know. Still, it may sound it may sound different. You gonna hear mama? Yeah, <laughs> like you may it may sound different, but it's the same thing. Yeah. And and I think that's why um, Kendrick Lamar is like my favorite rapper of all time. Now. Yeah, because like honestly, his content is the same thing. He's yes. conscious, like he's a he's a what we say conscious political and social rapper. Yeah, but you know for some reason. Good kid at Man City don't sound like to Pimp a Butterfly. And those don't sound like damn. But you hear Humble, it's like, oh, that's a that's a single. That's a legit single. But I think evolution is scary to a lot of people. Oh, I think absolutely. And, and I mean you probably you probably have been afraid or even like you know that feeling of feeling like, yo, this is something I've never done and I don't even know if I rock with it. You, you know the you you know the uh the saying if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah like like let's okay so you put it you just put out an album mm-hmm. album does phenomenal mm-hmm. so the next album you just gonna come out and you're gonna do some rock songs you know what I mean but <laughs> it's you don't know if you going out and doing the rock songs is part of this evolutionary path of you just exploring music well I think you gotta like it too you can't just be like okay time to do a rock album come nah back like come on bro like Mike Day, like he, I, I feel like I put out like one of the best albums this year. Yeah. How, how, now how do I want to top it? Okay, I do want to dip into R&B. Like, so that's different. <laughs> Get the baby oil. Right. That's different from me like saying, okay, I need to involve. So I'm going to go do this genre of music. But I don't like it. Mm. I don't think anyone would ever do that. If, if someone goes to do a rock album like Lil Wayne. Yeah. He probably like rock way before that. And we're just now seeing. And he's tapping into it. And so with with that that side of evolution and as an artist and as a creative, that side to just try new things, it's almost like going back to the Jordan Peele thing. It seems like such a left turn from from comedy to horror, mm-hmm. but there was always probably that side of horror yep. in him. It was probably yep. always He probably there. already had that movie written way before we knew about it. Okay. But okay. yeah, 
I dig that. Yeah. I dig that wholeheartedly. What about um, timeless art? Because I was thinking about this earlier, Ooh, right? Let's talk about it. Classics. So, there's classics. Ooh. And the way I look at art is art is very much a time capsule, mm-hmm. right? Art is an embodiment of the climate at that time that it was made, mm-hmm. more times than not. It's a, it's a capsule of the emotions of that time period, what's currently going on. But a lot of things transcend and become generational. And your grandma can appreciate it. You can appreciate it. Your son can appreciate it. Uh, things I wrote down were like The Wiz. Yep. Like mm-hmm. as a movie that just like everybody loves Jordans, the sneakers, mm-hmm. um, a basketball like silhouette that has transcended in every generation loves uh, Illmatic. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's things that just become um, classics. classics. And so what is your approach to that? Do you feel like that's on the top of your mind at all? Like when you make stuff, you're trying to make it timeless. Personally, me. Yes. OK. I mean, but that that also comes from. Who I've admired, so Ice Cube, Spike Lee, uh, Jay Lee. I-, I said Kendrick earlier, Cole, Nas, uh, Missy Elliott, um, like all of these people. Like they, I don't know if they intentionally meant to write a classic, but you know, from the outside looking in, they put in a lot of work to put out Force Hill Drive, to Pimp a Butterfly. Reasonable doubt, Elmatic. Like they, they put in that work, and so I, I try to follow those same tactics. Mm. Um, because I, I feel like I don't do anything for nothing. I want you to understand the message. I want you to have conversations afterwards. I want you to, you know, share it with your friends. Which is why, um, when we did focus. I think you saw me like on set, like really like double down. I think you saw another side of me like, all right, y'all, let's let's, you know, no pun intended. Let's get focused. Let's do this. We have to even if we do this nine or ten times, like I want this take. Even if we there till one in the morning. Right. Even if we're there till one or two in the morning, (laughs) it's just like that. That that is what I'm aiming for. Yeah. Because, you know, the only thing we're going to leave on this earth is our ideas and memories. How do you, um, with this, this is something that I admire about you. I admire your leadership skills. How do you make sure that your vision still gets completed, Mm -hmm. but you don't become like a micromanager and you don't limit the freedom of your actors? You don't limit the freedom of your cast and crew. Well, you hire, you hire them for a reason. So I don't know a lick of acting. I may bring in the acting coach, (laughs) but I can only tell you so much on how to do your job. I can only tell you how I vision it, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with a a director of photography. He's coming in to get the shots. My, My sole focus is to make sure everyone is good on set and to make sure those actors have everything they need before we yell action. Um, Micromanagement, like, kills a business all the time. I've been a part of it. Like it kills the business because you don't trust your you don't employees. Tr- it's a trust thing. It's a trust thing, right? Like if we went in life micromanaging everything, we'd be alone. Yeah, we'd be divorced and unhappy. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> It'd be bad. Listen. <laughs> uh so we're going to go ahead and wrap up this segment, but uh Mike Day first if Two two things to end on. Okay. Um, for a black creative who's listening to this right now, he's inspired by you. He's like, yo, Mike Day is dope. 
and um, I have always wanted to be a director. I have always wanted to be a rapper. I'm starting today. Like this, this is what I needed to hear. I'm getting started today. What advice do you have for that person? Start today. Legit. No, for real. Like, hear, hear me out. When I dipped into film, when I dipped into rap, I was so like, I was overly conscious about what my mom may think or what, you know, my boss may think because, you know, social media is out here. And if my boss hear me cussing or talking about <laughs> how mad I am at white people, I'm scared I'm going to get fired. Yeah, you're like, hold on. No, but no, go start today and speaking your truth because like somebody's right behind you looking for that, looking, looking to listen to something new, listen to a new perspective. I can tell you how many times like... Especially in 2020, like how many times I had white friends come up and be like, oh, that was yeah, that, that was, was a great that album. Was that was like, a great was film. Fire. I get it now. I, you know, all the conversations we had, I get it now. So just just go for it. Do it. What's next for Mike Day? Well, <laughs> as far as music, um, I'm kind of on hi- hiatus. I think I really want to let the album we released on Juneteenth, I want that to sit with people. Okay. Because I think, um, while I don't have the clout, I, I do think like that was a my day classic. It's going to be like one of the best things you ever get from me. So <laughs> He's like, listen, I gave you my best. Look, I gave you all and then some. <laughs> and so I, I'm kind of in the off season of music. When it comes to film, of course, we just got done shooting The Black Vote. We hope to release that right before election season just so people can have conversations amongst themselves i've seen a lot of stuff on social media i've been a part of a lot of stuff yeah. on social yeah, media like, All right, now. and That's so i at the end of the day i just want people to know like we all want the same goal just mm-hmm. how are we going to get there and that starts with a conversation where can people connect with you they want to um, talk to you they want to they want to share some words if you want to talk to me uh directly um just follow me on all um Three major platforms of social media. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Michael W. J. Day, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-W-J-D-A-Y. Because, you know, people spell Michael with all man, types of... so many, so many errors, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can hit me up on that. You can also uh, follow us on uh, Day Vision Films on Facebook and Instagram. I may not reply to that one as much unless, you know, you're trying to get a video. But, you know, hit me up personally and I'd love to talk to you one-on-one. And that's Mike Day, y'all. This is a legend. This is one of the goats. One of the fire goats. I'm just here, man. God got me, bro. They should have named him Billy. All right, y'all. 